Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Second hour of the program, thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. Thanks to Hyundai is the way to do that. one 1170 the Lawn Hub call line. You can text 0457 736 736. We've been talking about the likables in sport, and this bloke we're about to chat to certainly fits that. Toby Dow joined us shortly for True Crime Tuesday, talking about John Lennon and, of course, Hammy Goodman from Sportsbet to chat a little bit later on. Now, the Champion Series event at the start, this next particular person we're speaking about will be the guest for a Champion Series event on Saturday, 17th of December. So this Saturday at the 24-7 Sports Bar, as with all Champion Series events, this person, insert name, will be sharing stories from his time in Qatar and his stellar career. There'll also be a chance for guests to grab a photo with the great man on the night. Joining us now on the run home with Joel and Fletch, soccer is captain Matty Ryan. G'day, Matty. Hey, Joel and Fletch. How are you guys? Going good, mate. Now, we, there's an elephant in the room that needs to be discussed, uh, Matty, off the get-go. So you're participating in this champion series at the start. Previously, there's yep. been the likes of Andrew Johns and Matthew Johns, to which the star reached out for our very own Bears head, Brian Fletcher, to host said event. Now, he has just learned himself that there's another champion series event happening of which he's been uh, a great omission for this event. Matty, bra- any comments there? I've been brushed. <laughs> oh mate, uh, I'm I'm not sure what they're thinking, mate. I'm I'm, I'm dumbfounded that they didn't include you there. But I'll tell you why they didn't do it. Wait till you wait. You see the uh, CCTV footage of what, oh, yes. of, of what went of what went on. Yes. No, it was it was a packed. Um, and I'm sure yours will be as well. It's a great little uh, area and, and uh, down there at the Star. So I'm sure you're going to have a a ball, and I'm sure you're going to be telling lots and lots of stories. How was it, mate? How how did this campaign compare to the other two? Ah, mate, um, you know, what dreams are made of, um, you know, haven't gone to the last two, but unfortunately not had, you know, have had a win or, you know, a moment to, to really cheer about. And then obviously to, to, to go there, Qatar, this time with a bunch of boys and share the experiences that we had, not only with them, but, you know, the Australian public to get two wins and two clean sheets and, um, you know, do things that no other soccer rules team had done before, um, is, is, yeah, like I said, something that dreams are made of. We are chatting to the Socceroos captain, Matt Ryan. Now, Matty, Morocco's had a stellar time. Japan, likewise, Socceroos. Did you know this going into it? Is this something that a team goes, something's a little bit different this time? I can feel there's a, a bit of a difference about this crew. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we take the optimistic approach and, you know, we feel we really had the momentum and we had things in our favour from, you know, qualifying against Peru back in June and, you know, the fact that we had quite a bit of experience throughout the qualifying campaign playing in Qatar as well. And, you know, on top of that, um, you know, Timmy Cahill was our head of delegation and, you know, he runs the Aspire Academy over there and, you know, the setup and the facilities and, you know, everything that we, we had catered to, to help us, you know, perform the best that we could perform. And it was just a feeling of, you know, going into the tournament and going into every game, knowing that, you know, we've left no stone unturned in the preparation and, um, it was just about, you know, then getting and, and making sure that the mentality of the boys was where it needed to be and, um, you know, honing in on the, the details, you know, of the tactics and, the you know, the strategy to, to take into the, the tournament and, and, you know, and going out there and executing it. And, yeah, I, I felt we, we did that pretty well um, throughout the tournament. 
Yeah, Brooksy here is our head of delegation when it comes to sending the prizes out, but that's another story. Uh, Maddie, can you take us into the inner sanctum with the Socceroos? So you have this sustained and long relationship, great relationship with your coach, Graham Arnold. And after these big wins, you know, there was no fanfare. Immediately he would rush you all in to a circle. Can you take us into that inner sanctum as to what Graham was saying to the team? Yeah, it was just about, um, you know, focusing on the next match already, you know, enjoying the moment and for what it is, but, you know, that we're not we're not done and we're not satisfied with, you know, the, the result that we've just had in, in the wins, the two wins where we got together after those games. You know, we had a real sense of belief going into the, the tournament, even, you know, pre-France game and even post-France game, to be honest. I mean, you know, uh, there's probably a, a lot of doubt that may have crept in due to, you know, the result that we had in that game, but... Um, you know, we ourselves sort of knew that that first game was a, a bit of a, a free hit for the quality and the class that they have. And, um, you know, it was an invaluable learning experience for everyone. It was a lot of the boys' first exposure to football of that level. And, you know, I think throughout that tournament, you know, we'll, we we're really coming into it, getting stronger and stronger for each game that we had, each experience we had at that level. And, um, and, and yeah, so we, you know, we, we were switched on. We were ready. We had... You know, like I said, no, left no stone unturned in the preparation, and and that obviously led to, you know, us having the success that we had. Matty, it looked pretty obvious that you're a close knit team, um, and with these close close knit teams, there's always a couple of guys who are characters. There's always a couple of guys who are pests. Who's someone in this squad that you can basically say, like, yeah, I mean, it was fun to be around, but. Thank God that the, the tournament is now done. <laughs> well, uh, the the Brian Fletcher of the team is yeah. easily Martin Boyle. Oh, so, and he was on one leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's um, no, he's he's a character. You know, you, you both love him, love him and hate him at the same time. Um, you know, he uh, he loves to laugh. He loves to keep the you know the atmosphere going. You know, strong there within the squad and actually. You know, obviously he had the hardship of, of that injury um, during the camp and he immediately became the the official vibe manager of the team once he decided to, to stay on um, post-surgery and, and be there to support the boys. So, uh, yeah, we gave him the title of being a vibe manager, so oh, basically making you. sure there was lots of positivity and good vibes around the place, in, you know, in preparation, and that was an important uh, role to have also. That is a good job, the vibe manager. That's I don't mind. Matty, let's be honest. Going into this, I, I want to get your honest opinion. Did you think the Socceroos would have this much success going in, into this particular um, World Cup, considering that we basically struggled getting there and then up against France – you know, they, they put a couple on us. After that, was there any doubts coming in your mind, thinking, oh, geez, this, this might uh, not be great for us? No, not at all. Um, like I said, you know, I think if you're not believing that you can go and do something, then, then you're failing at the first hurdle. And, you know, I've, I've, I've through my own life experiences and all that, you know, you, you set the bar high, you, you set your goals high, and, um, yeah, you, you go out and do everything you can in order to achieve them. And, you know, time and time again throughout my career, I've, you know, ticked off, um, you know, achievements and, and things that I thought perhaps would, would never, you know, couldn't be possible. And, you know, coming into this tournament, um, you know, we had the same mindset, you know, like qualifying for a tournament like that, you know, it's, it's never going to be easy when you're going to be playing against the best teams in the world, the qualification to get there and the travels and then the added um, obstacles that COVID, you know, produced and, and these types of things. I mean, you know, everyone can say we sort of struggled through it and all that, but I mean, 
you know, you look at an NRL season and, you know, there was times where Penrith, you know, last, you know, this season just passed, you know, they struggled throughout periods as well when, you know, probably around the origin um, and they had a few injuries and all those types of things. And my, my mighty Eels beat them a couple of times throughout the year and, and whatnot. And, you know, throughout our campaign, like I said, we had a few of those moments as well. I mean, you know, the margin... The margins in, in order, you know, in terms of the results and which way they sway, the finer details, you know, always have a big impact. And it's it's the moments within the game that either go your way or not, and and that influences the result of the game. So, um, I think you know we took a lot away from the fact that you know through those hardships and and obstacles and challenges that we faced, we found a way in order to you know come out the other side and and you know have the success that we did and get ourselves to the World Cup and. You know, there's, I think, to sport, there's a big skill set in, in finding a way to get the job done. And, you know, we managed to do that and get ourselves into that tournament. And, you know, now we're the most successful Socceroos team that there's ever been. Um, and, you know, we can we can be very proud of ourselves for that. You certainly can, Matty. And uh, you mentioned your association with Parramatta or being a fan. And, and most celebrities, whether they're at Hollywood or, or athletes, they are just a fan sometimes. And when you're the fan, it's supporting Parramatta. How did you spend the grand final? <laughs> I was actually um, at home in Denmark in the morning, and um, I've got I've got one of these, um, you know, Fire Stick Amazon Fire Sticks, mm. and uh, so I can tune into yeah, a few streams that are out there. And I actually had my uh, my childhood mate who used to live down the road from me, who was an avid Parramatta fan. He uh, he lives in Norway, and he had flown down to Denmark. Uh, to watch you know Copenhagen my team play that weekend and and also he made sure that he was getting there in time to watch the NRL grand final so we uh we sat there together and uh cheered the boys on but uh to no avail unfortunately it's always next 36 years they come across <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry Matt. I, don't, I, I don't like yeah. making fun of Parham. we love yeah. hey Maddie, we're having we've got a bit of a segment going on today and the, the listeners are texting through likable mm. unlikable um sportsmen or celebrities can i ask you about this messi which column does he sit in, likable or unlikable? Uh, it's it's a tricky one, but you know, li- li- I would say likable. I mean, it's quite easy to say unlikable because I don't like when anyone scores against me. <laughs> but uh, no, he's likable because obviously what he's done for the game, and you know, I, I thrive of coming up against these sorts of opposition. You know, we we shown what we did throughout the tournament. You know, against Denmark, and you know, even when we took it to Messi and the Argentinians and. You know, it's those days where you can come out on top, you know, when, you know, the stakes are so high and the opposition is, is so good when you're able to find a, a way to, to come out on top against, you know, those sorts of, um, you know, challenges, then it's something that you never forget for the, you know, for the rest of your lives and, you know, a monumental thing you remember for the rest of your life. And, you know, that's what a World Cup has been and, you know, these memories for us now. And anytime we get the opportunity to face this sort of opposition, that's an opportunity we, we try and take full advantage of. What what are they like the Argentinians out on the pitch? Is there much sledging going on? And and what what happens like when they're doing the corner and you're under the the post there mm. waiting for it all? What are they yelling at you? Are they trying to put you <laughs> off your game? What goes on there? Um, I mean, it, yeah, it's got a lot to depend on you know the the culture of the teams and where they come from. I mean, my experience is the the South American um, football teams they're they're very gnarly. They get very physical. They're not um, I guess aesthetically as big and tall, you know, like other nations and all that. But you know, they, you know, they grow up. I think, you know, through lots of hardships, as mm. you know, through I guess a lot of um, you know tough times over there in South America and corruption and all these types of things. And I think that obviously comes out in in the way they play the game. They're very aggressive. 
and you know they'll sort of do anything to to try and get the upper hand and and whatnot. And you know, facing these sorts of things, we need to be um, you know witty and and smart enough to deal with these sorts of things and allow our game plan to to have an impact to have its impact. So. Matty, you've played and been a supporter of the A-League and, and Arnie's been pushing it hard as well. Now, the APL have announced that the next three grand finals will be played in Sydney. Any thoughts there? Uh, I mean, I saw um, Craig Goodwin's reaction, um, you know, to that decision as well. And, you know, I believe it's fair. I mean, um, I think the the NRL has something similar in place as well with the, the grand finals being in Sydney. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's a tough one. I mean, I think the system... Um, you know, that they had in place beforehand was, you know, a really good one, obviously rewarding the team that he's been successful, um, you know, throughout the season and, and whatnot. And, you know, I, I think, you know, for the supporters of the clubs and, and, and whatnot, they're the most important thing in this aspect. And, you know, to get reward for being the most successful club and, and getting to host the grand final, um, you know, if you're the highest ranked team that's finished the season in the grand final, you know, I, I quite like that system myself. So, um, you know, I've seen there's been a bit of backlash on it, but um, I guess it will be it remains to be seen. I guess what's um, what unfolds from here on out on that matter. Yeah, Craig Goodwin said I wanted to clear things up publicly. I may be in the video for the A League uh, choice to host Grand Finals in Sydney, but I do not support it. Said Craig. Just before you go, Matty, and we're very appreciative of your time, having chatted to the Socceroos captain for so long, Matt Ryan. Fletch has a seal called Sylvester. Yes. And can you just explain to – I want to see if the great minds align. So, <clears throat> Matty, you know how they were doing the octopus? Oh, um, uh, yeah, for the <clears throat> predictions. Predictions. So we, I've got a seal. I brought a big seal. Uh, he's actually here. He wants to say hello. Yeah. Hang on, Gibbo. Is he? That's him there. Yeah. That's uh, Sylvester. Yeah. He picked Argentina to win. Then he's gone rogue. Yeah. And he's picked – Morocco. He's tipped Morocco. That's right. Do, do you agree? Is that right? Yeah, disagree. Whoa. What's, uh, how's his record been so far in the tournament? Well, he hasn't. We had a goose, and uh, he was going good until we had to whack him into a pie and, and eat him the other night. <laughs> so uh, we were hungry. Yeah. We don't get paid a lot here, so yeah, we're he, starving. He did, did lose a knot before. So uh, yeah. yeah, he did lose. So we're, we're into Seal. So Seal is uh, – well, he's only had the two predictions, <laughs> Sylvester, and he's gone Argentina. Yeah. Morocco, yep. can, can the dream keep going for the Moroccans? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the beauty of sport. Anything can happen. Um, you know, we love an underdog in Australia as well, so yeah. I'm sure there's going to be quite a few Aussies out there cheering them on to, to do so. But, uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll soon find out in the next couple of days. Who's, who's your tip, yeah. Matty? Uh, I, think, I think I'm going to go the, the probably the short favourites in Argentina and France. It'd be nice to see a final against the, the two opposition we faced. So yes, uh, I'm going to go down that path. And which way of those two? Uh, I, I can't go past France. You know, the, the way we, you know, what we come up against that night when we played them, um, you know, they were you know, far superior to us and, you know, were causing lots of problems. So, um, I'd say they've probably been the most consistent team throughout the tournament, so I'm sticking with them for that reason. Good man, Matthew Ryan, the captain of the Socceroos, and you'll be there at the Star on Saturday night, Star Sydney for a champion series, so you can talk about, we'll know the World Cup finalists by then. That's Saturday night, 17th December at the 24-7 Sports Bar. As with all champion series events, Matty will be sharing stories from his time in Qatar and his stellar career. There'll also be a chance for guests to grab a photo with him on the night. Matty, we really appreciate it. To get involved, head to star.com.au, redeem your free ticket to the event there. Uh, yeah, you head to the what's on section. Is that what you do? It's what's f- on, yeah. Free ticket.
Great to get. Wow. How good's that? Matty Ryan, we appreciate your time here on the run home with Joel and Fletch. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. Gather heels. Good man. What a great fella. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Plenty of messages saying he's a likable. That's absolutely right. Yeah. This is a run home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel All-Wheel Drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Certainly is. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Let's dive into the open line for Lawn Hub, where Stuart from Wellington's been waiting there. G'day, uh, Warrington, rather. Warrington out there at Penrith. G'day, Stuart. Yeah, mate. Stuart from Wellington. How you going, Joel? <laughs> good on you, Stewie. <laughs> What's happening, mate? mate? Listen, mate, uh, 1970, ran 1978, Parramatta, uh, Cumberland Oval, sorry, when they used to do the um, broadcast box from a site shed up on the uh, scaffolding. Packed, a packed uh, ground. Uh, us young kids on the scaffolding couldn't see a game. Couldn't see the game, so up the scaffolding. All the old white coats, which were the blokes from the club. No security back in those days. Get our new blokes. Up we go again as soon as they'd leave. A couple of times that happened. The moose leans out of the broadcast box and he says to these to these uh, to these guys, he says, "Come on, fellas, they can't see nothing. Leave them alone." Oh, anyway, they left us alone, and then the, and then the moose leans down and he says, "Here, blokes, behave yourselves, <laughs> <laughs> mate." It was, <laughs> mate, it was champion. It was champion. Whenever I saw Rex after that, I saw him a couple of times. I reminded him of it, and he was always always very nice to speak to. Yeah, Rex the moose moss. You know he's been gone eleven years now, Stuart. Can you believe that, mate? And his book was a good read. Yep. So um, anyway, anyway, so yeah, no, he's a good fella. Yeah, he's a long time now, isn't it? Bloody oath it is, uh, and what a great character of our anyway. game. Uh, good on you, Stuart. We appreciate yeah, that, mate. mate. Any, anyway, I mean, mate, just before I go, I'm enjoying your programs, all of you, every every program around the clock, and I reckon that old Harry, mate, I love hearing him when he talks, and a new bloke's giving him a go is fantastic. Uh, good good on on you. Except Gibbo, Stuart. <laughs> Reptile so, loves him. When, when Gibbo's on, it you know, can be a, bit, a little bit hard Yeah, for, for poor old age. <laughs> What's no, hard, Fletch? <laughs> good on you, mate. There's Stuart from Warrington. Uh, the run home with Joel and Fletcher. All thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock. Now, this one landed on my desk uh, before, uh, Brian. There's a situation Maybe. involving a former assistant coach once made a minor mistake in training and received a humiliating bollocking from Eddie in front of the entire staff. So this oh, is the news yeah. of uh, Eddie Jones. Later on, Jones sat him down and apologised for losing his rag. I want to apologise for how I spoke to you earlier, mate. The Aussie told him, I've bought you a steak. Take it home and eat it with your missus. Enjoy it and please accept my apology. The slightly puzzled coach went home, told his wife about his bizarre day and fired up a griddle pan to cook the peace offering. But when he opened up the bag, there was no steak in there, just a pack of sausages. He then received a text from Eddie, you're not ready for steak, you're a sausage, up your game. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, passive-aggressive. Oh, that's what ag- sort of sausage? Aggressive, passive-aggressive. What sort of sausages are Well, they? I don't know. We need to get to the bottom of that. If they're chicken and uh, pine nut. Yeah. They're pretty flash. <laughs> yes. I'm not surprised. Remember Eddie giving it to that supporter at the yeah. SCG? Yeah. Yeah. You're calling him a traitor? What do you call me? Like, he just to went off. Yeah. So they're all, all these stories are being leaked now, are they? I, I've heard from a former staff member. Tough. Great coach, but very – if you go – he's recycled so many people – just can't deal with him. So there was a suggestion, I think it might have been, Vo- uh, was it Vossi or Jimmy Smith perhaps, saying that he, he should fill in now as a coach, Eddie, but on a short-term 
deal. Mm. So that that's the feedback. But he's desperately getting the NRL. He wants to coach his beloved bunnies. Yes. Could he be an assistant? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, okay, could he do the barbecues? Yeah. Uh, well, he could do the barbecues. He could definitely do the barbecues. I reckon he'll end up in America, boys. Yeah. Uh, the USA rugby, they didn't qualify for the next World Cup, which is next year. Mm. I think Portugal beat them in the playoff. Mm. Uh, they've got the World Cup after Australia, so after 2029, which is what, 33 or something like that. The USA rugby have put a massive offer into him for like 10 years. I just don't reckon if he comes back to Australia, our assistants wouldn't cop that. And our assistants are guys like Laurie Fisher, Steve Larkham in the past. They're not copping that sort of behaviour. And then you look at our team as well, like your friend Ben Donaldson, a lot of young players in that side. They're probably not going to cop a coach with those Mm. sorts of ways. They're all vegans too now. They are all vegans. (laughs) What are you going to throw? Put that tofu on yourself. (laughs) Uh, That's very old school coaching. I don't mind confessing either. I've come around the tofu. Tofu Harris. Tofu. You don't like it? Can't cop it. Mate, you buy these little little packets and they've got four in them with uh, satay or whatever it is. Throw them on the barbecue, crisp them right up, and it's actually quite nice. Can't get me. No, I actually like to have them. I'm I'm not having them. But are you having them because you're thinking, oh, I might give my digestive system a rest? No, no, no. If I'm having a barbecue with steak or sausage, I'd love to have a little side of that beautiful tofu. Can't get me. I'll do a halloumi. Yeah, I love the halloumi. Halloumi's good. Yeah. Halloumi's good, but tofu, nah. Speaking about halloumi, so our little, just around the corner from us, a little um, beach shop, it's got these, uh, the brekkie plate, right? The yeah. brekkie plate comes out an old-fashioned plate, and you put the halloumi on the bottom, mm-hmm. whack the bacon on top of that. It's already got some avocado on it, fried egg, bit of tomato on the side. It's good. Beautiful. You don't get that in the States, do you? None nah, of that. None of that. I told you about the waffle and crispy chicken go. They have waffles mm-hmm. and they throw crispy chicken on it with maple syrup. Yum. And you think it's rank. It's the best. It's unbelievable. Is it? What are you I most don't... excited for? Are you, are you going to Peter Lugas? Going to Peter Lugas. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to New Year's Eve. Oh, beautiful. I tell you what I'm most excited In and Out Burger. Yeah. At the airport. So In and Out Burger is only in Cali. the Western States, isn't Correct. it? Yes. Yep. Shake Shack, New York, Fletch. Yeah. Yeah. Best. Shake Shack, New York. We need something like that. I mean, Betty's Burgers is pretty good. The chicken joint's cool. What was that called? Uh, Nashi was taking a liking to that. Um, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Hang on, boys. Hang on. We've got a text here from Stu. Boys, keep up your chin. Read the ratings. It's tough up against heaps Hughes. Hang in there. What's happened? <laughs> Just a slight drop back oh, down to the point eight. Jeez. Are we? Yeah. We're at 1.1. How can it fluctuate so much? Oh, just a couple of people missed ticking a box. That's when we had the when we, when we had the huge jump. I said, "Just call your Jets, boys." It's a very uh... <laughs> we were happy though, weren't we? Oh God, yeah, that was a great day. One, yeah. one point, one point, that was yeah, amazing. One was solid. Oh. I just look at Kyle and Jackie. Yeah, they got fifteen. Fifteen? Mm. Yeah, I'll get whole points. Fifteen whole points. Oh, <laughs> Not one point five. No, sorry, sorry. I think they carried the one. The other one. Drop the jet. Carry the one. <laughs> Welcome back to the run home with Joel and Fletch. Have your say on the open line. All thanks to Lawn Hub, 1300-01-1170. Well, this has come through the City Morning Herald, Brian. It started evergreen forward. Tarek Sims is already showing signs. He'll be an early contender for NRL by the year. Train the house down. After winning over the Melbourne Storm faithful, the former St. George Illawarra forward reported for day one of training down south and proved a handy addition with so many World Cup stars missing from the start of preseason. Not to mention the heavy exodus of experienced Storm forwards. Fellow representative forward Christian Welsh was certainly glad he no longer had to play against Sims, at least at club level. He's been awesome. I've known Tarek a few years. 
I never liked playing against him because he was such an aggressive guy who goes really hard, Welch said, training the house down. There you go. Mm. He'll be a good boy. You yeah. know he's just going to – he'll end up playing for Australia in there. I've got – I've actually been writing these down this year. Yeah. Um, we're very short. We've got Josh Reynolds. Yeah. From a, about a month ago. Yeah, no, Reed, Reed Marnie turned up before expectation. Yeah. That's training so him Reed down. So Ma- Reed uh, Marnie. I'm going to throw Adam Reynolds in again because he was gone. Rolled his ankle. Could have rested, but no, captain, back on the field the next day. Why was that a story? Hurting your ankle in the off season. Um, I saw Sammy Verrills. He did a bit of media. He was there a little early for Gold Coast Titans training too. So we Put might have a couple of candidates for the hooking position. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what about the, what about the golden one? Anyone spotted with Roger? Ah, uh, not yet. Ah, uh, soon we've we've got someone in the centres. Can they train? Because it's NRL, right? Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. train the house down for 24 and 23. Oh, you got yeah? Bronson oh. Sherry. Bronson he's thrown oh. in his accreditation just to train be the X-Man. Yeah. the Well, the X-Man is by far the, the fastest, he said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was Good. watching Roger um, Fabry was sitting in a bath mm. and he was <laughs> on his Instagram. If you get around it, it's oh. quite interesting. We've got Josh Schuster who gave up the World Cup to train with Manly, has lost 10 kilos, Mm. allegedly, Mm. supposedly. What about the uppers, boys? It's been quiet on the up front. Uh, The up front. It'll happen. Well, we had a Vegas trip. We had a couple of Bucks nights, uh, Mm. Bucks over in Vegas. Yeah, but no proper upping. No. No, We're safe for this time. Well, hang on. The cheese isn't back. Wait till he gets down there. Wait till he gets down to Coogee Pav on a Sunday. Oh, you should have seen it on Sunday. Coogee Pav or the cheese? He's in trouble. Is he? Oh, heaving. It was, what, 28 degrees on Sunday? Yeah, shirts off. People lined up right down the Esplanade at Coogee. Oh, yeah, the Roosters are in trouble. There used to be a sneaky back door to get into the palace down there that I thought was my go. Speaking of Roosters, Pedro the Roosters on the line from Petersham. Pedro, come in. PT, PTR. Hello, boys. How are you going? Good, Go. Pedro. Mate, don't worry about the G. Don't worry about the G. Forget the G. Forget the G. All right? Yeah. It's all good. Mate, I i got a quick story on uh, years ago when my old man was alive, uh, we'll call him Jack the Rooster. He sent a letter, old school letter, to Ray Warren, um, just explaining what he, what he thought about the game. And lo and behold, about two weeks later, the phone rings, and it's Rabbits, and stayed on the phone for about 25 minutes uh, with my old man, just talking about rugby league. I mean, what a champion. Yeah. You know, it's big years Ray would, would have been back then. And he bothers uh, returning the call from a letter. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's what the old, the old-fashioned uh, gentlemen. That's what they always used to do, didn't they? They did write they did. letters. They certainly did, Brian. Those, uh, guys, are, those guys are. Uh, yeah, are we going are to the break now? Sorry, Pedro's at Petersham. Just. Lingerie Friday. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, no. I was, yeah. No, so, I was signalling something. So, Pedro, else. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, peel back the curtain again. Brooksy's winding us up. He's got all these sort of, but you weren't winding Not us up. Not a worry, please. No, no, no. He wasn't. Pedro, we're still talking to you. Uh, what about your your relationship? Where do you stand on the reptile side and the uh, Rob from Blacktown side? Are you. Are you Mate, I. I, I I love them all. To quote Jeff Fanick, I love you all. <laughs> yeah, every um, one of singles use. <laughs> I, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all he is. All he is. I, I, love, I don't mind the reptile. He doesn't mind bagging people, but he's all right. Right. I thought you, I mean, you I, all get, get together sometime and just pick on Rob. No, no. Robbie, Robbie's okay as well. Okay. Like, I'm just hoping that the uh, that Sam will bring the reptile a sense of humour. I mean, take a chill reptile. I've done. 
Fair dinkum. Fair enough. But no, nah, no, nah, he's all right. He's all right. Is a reptile a, a rooster? We get a lot of rooster supporters. Oh, he's a bunny. He's a, he's a bunny. Not sure. Okay. I think he's a closet something. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think he's, he's a janitor. Closet gym, gymnast. He's a janitor. Yeah, yeah. Janitor. he's a gymnast. Anyway, he's, good on you, mate. We've got to go. We've got to go. Uh, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Parallel bars. Uh, Parallel bars. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's it. Yeah. I tell you what. This is what. This is a. This is a good one for you. Mm. What sports? Sports rig. Mm. Would you like to? Have? Oh, that's a great one. Would you like a swimmer? If you had sport rigs presented in front of you, you I, could almost pick them. Could you? I want a gymnast. Bit lean. Bit bit bit. No uh, no no. Good Warwicks. Yeah. Mm. None of them have got it's a good nice. tan though, have they? The, the gymnasts? No, nah, because well, that's all the that's all the chalk on them. Yeah, yeah. You know, for the grip. Yeah, what would you have? What would you do? Uh, golfers rank? No, nah, not golfers. Cricketers, AFL players. Mm, not bad. Not bad. Rank tats, huh? Yeah. Uh, leagueies too bulky. Yeah. Union fatheads. Yeah, not union. Surfer. Surfers. Yeah, good rig. Go. Yeah, surfers a go. I'm going gymnast. Swimmers got a good rig. Swimmers, miss. Have you seen the missile boys? Yeah, yeah that's he's, he's pretty. Hot. That's a bit of uh, forty-five. The the gym, yeah, yeah. not the pool. Swimmers have got plenty. Yeah. Of Kyle, Tony, Chalmers, good rig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, keep the good rigs coming in. This is a run home with Joel and Fletch. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. <laughs> when, when is our off-air program starting, Brian? I don't know, but it's just a... Uh, yeah. anyway, anyway, sports update. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, some news coming through. Yes. And uh, forget about the two-minute noodles for our man. He's back into the main side. Uh, the great Scotty Boland. Yes. He's playing. That's the male. Uh, yeah. he's, so he's in the squad. He's ready to go. Nisa gone. Nisa out. Uh, come dog. Yes. What? Oh, not come dog. Cider. <laughs> Oh, Cider's in. Cider's in. Okay. Uh, speaking of which, uh, what are this, boys? Protest. Hold Ooh. all tickets. Protest. <laughs> so they're calling it the um, the Bali Bonk Band. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, the Indonesian... Uh, the Bali Bonk Band won't apply to tourists. Oh. Brilliant. So what had happened was everyone was getting a little bit over the top, yep. including... Sats. Yeah. But what is happening? Indonesian officials have confirmed that the country's controversial sex laws will not affect foreign tourists visiting Bali. Officials previously said that the new code, which bans adultery and sex before marriage, mm. also known as SBM, yeah. would also apply to foreign residents and tourists, garnering immense backlash from international travellers. They've obviously read How do, the, how do they the police this, though? What do you mean? Well, how do you police, uh, say, a young couple who are who are courting. Passports. No, but how do you police them not getting, getting amongst it? Yeah. Yeah, just passports. <laughs> but we, they might live together. It was it was crazy to think that that would have gone through as is straight away with what Bali brings into Indonesia. It's mm. a lot of young people traveling there to have fun. Like when I was over there, everyone was so thankful that, Tourism had come back. A lot mm. of places shut down, reopened. Were, that, were the people thankful those three ladies I saw a photo of you in a the, pool with? There was oh. a few giving thanks, yes, there was. <laughs> but like that, that's to have a rule throughout Indonesia <laughs> Yeah, and, and them to try and police that in Bali where Ooh. so much of their tourism dollars come mm. from young people going there. So you can, you can pork in Poppy Lane now. <laughs> yes. It's all back yes. on. Have you um, like 
had a night out with the four people that you went on a trip with, Brooksy, like a yeah. sort of recap? Yeah, so, or not since. So oh, we did before. Oh, yeah, that's the clue. We, we did before. Yes, yes, but you haven't seen the birthday. So- no, but there's, everyone's back at work, you oh, know. Yeah. But yeah, I think it will Better happen pretty soon. We we're going to do something for Christmas. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, I, my understanding, now this might not be true because I was speaking to a friend of yours. Yes. And a friend of yours is a friend of mine. Yeah. And they Always. said to me, Brian. Did you know that um, one of the touring party oh. has been on OnlyFans or is currently on OnlyFans? Hello. Is that true? That could be true, yeah. Well, hang on. I believe, yeah, current, but not as active as other OnlyFans. Not as, as active. Yeah, not okay. more, well, not like dropping content all the time. Not dropping Gs. Not dropping Did Gs. Did you ask her about this? Because I wouldn't have been able to help myself. Well, we've talked about it before. Um, and, briefly, what? and we do have an option to get her on the show to oh, talk yes, about it if we wanted to. Yes, please. I'm intrigued by that. Is she? Is it, is it full time for her? No, it's not. Well, this is what I was saying. Like she only drops a bit of content here and there. It's not like a, a I guess, someone that does it every day that has mm. constant fans mm. giving money for different things. She just drops it every now and then. So and I think she makes it's money. Not like it, yeah, she makes money from yeah, it. It does pretty well. Yeah. Wow. Did she meet any fans? Over there? No, I don't think so. But there was – she – as you can – I don't know if you saw some of the other photos, like loves to go to these clubs and dance and, mm-hmm. yeah, she um, she gets the, the she non-digital fans, I guess. Okay. From... Is she single? <laughs> yes, she is. Uh, the person on your left, he's single. Yes. Could you see that happening? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's. What, so. what have we? What have yeah. you been doing for the last six months? <laughs> hey, well, you got to take it slowly, Fletch. No, you don't. Not with yeah. my man. You look at him. Rush in. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Just wipe, wipe your, Vladimir just Putin yeah. and rush in. <laughs> wipe your wipe your lip there. Yeah, no. Nah. Look, she's a pearl. She she's is about a pearl. to jump out of the box. <laughs> Only your seal is. <laughs> more than him. Brooksy, <laughs> <laughs> what's been going on? You got to help. Yeah, so I was going to get her out. She, we, I asked her a few months ago at this. Uh, birthday that we went to. Yeah. I was like, we've we've had this uh, lady that does OnlyFans tips for horse racing. Yeah, Libby and Libby, and um, I was. She was like, yeah, I'd 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 come on the show and and talk about not the non-sport side of OnlyFans. Could mm. we get her on tomorrow? We could. It's I'll, my, it's I'll my see. last day. Yeah, mate. What about if we open twenty twenty three with an OnlyFans show? <sighs> Can't wait, Daniel. Or Angela White. Who's Angela White? Oh, she's the She's uh, an adult film star. Oh, right. She was in town for Sexpo, and she was talking a lot about OnlyFans and how much she makes, and she makes so much on that because it's so private and people just pay exorbitant amounts of money for mm. little requests. So potentially. Uh, Lawn Hub sponsor us, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 1300 yeah. if you wish to have your say. Lawn Hub, yeah. just watch that P. Uh, that is oh, a way to do that. boots going to start sponsoring us? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, some rig alerts coming through. It has yes. to be Cody Simpson. Holy moly. Tattoos with the rig plus the... Um, What's doing? Yes, Max. Uh, quick question from Hector. Hector wants to know, quick question. Would Brooksy have been answering three cases uh, from the authorities in Bali? Oh. What? Had the rules... Had three the, events or... No, no the three rules. Cases. No, or just, no, no three cases. No. Just the one case. Was there any... I mean, this... I'm just... My mind's wandering. Mm. And I just keep looking at that spa photo uh, that Spushes. Spushes. <laughs> no, the one in the pool. Was there, and you've got a, a, one of the touring parties has been on OnlyFans. Have you still got the blue steel up there for our viewers? Yes, yeah, blue steel's up Was there. Was it ever talked about? Maybe 
Keys, bowl. No, no bowl, no oh, keys. Okay. No. What would happen if they did, though? I don't know. That's, would you freak out? I haven't even planned You've been watching too much White Lotus, I think. Oh, I have been. Yeah. Look at that punters. I know, I know it's radio. <laughs> look at that punters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the blue steel looks. So, yeah. The, yeah, the availability of Bintang as well, like just down at the corner shop. You just go down. You're in the pool. Six packs gone. You go back down. It's actually a good beer. Yeah, it's not those. Yeah, those tinnies are good. Yeah, yeah. they're it's very like two twenty five. What's no, no? Those are tall boys. Full they're full like your Asahi cans, your Sapporos. Yeah. Like they're up there. They're good. Yeah. Boys, I'm going back with uh, tennis rigs. Michael Chang. Oh yeah, great He's, calves. I used to like good quads. Yeah. So there's been a lot of nominations for I, the. Chang. I'm ready to lock my rig in. Your own? No, which I could have, yeah. Who do you want? I want to be on the start line at the 100-metre sprint. Oh. Yeah. Hello, Bolden. Yeah, I'm gonna be, that's the rig I want. Shervo style? Shervo. Or? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. Of course. <laughs> so Shervo down bottom, <laughs> who up top? Mate, in that 100-metre start line, you take whoever you want, let me tell you that Don't much. Don't you reckon that, but that'd be hard to keep going, keep it up? Oh, mate, <laughs> no, mate, you I'm, know. I'm, I'm, I mean. But I've never seen one of them blow out, have you? They all sort of just keep. Chariots of fire, you know, they're all Don't just... you think that's just a little bit too hectic down the beach? Two, two hecos? Yeah. Go down there in your budgies. My, my brothers have got a theory that if you're a dad and you've got abs, you can't be a good bloke. Do you subscribe to that? If you're a dad and you've got abs. You can't be a good bloke. What about if it's like the child's like six months old and you've just... Well, if you're, if you're sort of maybe older kids... Why don't you just say anyone over 45 if they've got abs? Well, mate, I'll, I'll get the defined rules for you. Well, speaking of abs, mm. and I was, you know, I went to Johnny's 60th on Saturday, Tim Brasher. Oh. Unbelievable. Really? It, it's phenomenal, Rick. Did he give reason as to why? Just training a lot. Yeah. He's all, he was always ripped. Oh, he's extra ripped. Yeah, and we've got to get to a break. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh By the way, our man over there, Stevie Flitter, he goes back from the game. 4-3 win to the Rangers, Brian. That's your team. Yes, thank Best you. game since the one you and your family were on at opening night. Um, and Josh, his son might come on, the child superstar, to preview New York for you. I love that. And uh, his acting career as well with all the big stars that he's worked with. As they say, Josh start spreading the news. That's right. <laughs> do, 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 do. one 300 one more to come on the run home with Joel Fletch.